sexuality, mm -hmm. the quality or characteristic of having no sexual feelings or desire. I really thought that I knew what it meant until we had this conversation with Kat. And then I learned I really don't know anything at all. We don't know nothing about not knowing nothing about sexual feelings or desires. But we're open to being curious. So proceed. Let's go with curiosity. <laughs> Hi, I'm Crystal. And I'm Alicia. And we are your hosts of The Good Sex Podcast. We're black Christian women who happen to be counselors. And we model comfortable conversations about sex. Ready or not, proceed with curiosity. Because sex is still God's idea. I don't know about you. Okay, so last week it was real cute. It was real I fun. Don't know what we, you do. I, don't know what, I don't know why that. We warned in my our guests today that we were very churchy. <laughs> um, and Crystal, you let it off this time. Normally it's me. <laughs> um, so I know last week was real cute. We gave y'all these little tips and tricks to make your relationship spicy Damn. or whatever. But it's our first guest of season two. two. Your first guest of season two. No pressure. <laughs> at all <laughs> awesome yeah <laughs> but it is such a different topic that mm -hmm. we have ever really embarked upon Absolutely. and i don't want to give it away well i guess you probably seen the title so you kind of know what's going on <laughs> but if you didn't i don't want to give it away i don't when are you gonna give it i'm away? just gonna let her oh. introduce herself and then we can we can do the thing amen so, our guest, Kat, is here. Aunt Tria to her nephews, which I think is the cutest thing ever. Because <laughs> she's slender and lovely. And tall. Yeah. Thank you. Welcome. Yeah. Thank you. Glad you're here. Yeah. Am I supposed to introduce myself oh, now? No, you can say yeah. whatever you want. Whatever All right. you say about yourself. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm here. Yeah, you are. I'm here to talk about asexuality. <gasps> bow, bow, bow. Yeah, I yeah. feel like not a whole lot of people talk about it. I agree. And it can be confusing, yes, for sure. Like, I have so many family members that just do not get it. Yep. And that's okay. I'm trying to inform them better. You better, you better educate on, the people. Us. I will. People. I will try. She's also a counselor in training. Yes. Yes! Yes. Yep. Yes. Clinical mental health. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> so, you know how it can be. Y'all have heard when other counseling folks is in the room. Come in. We get a little, we nerd out a little bit sometimes, but it's okay. Y'all love it. Okay. And so. Do we want to do three questions? I think we should. Guess who's prepared for season you, two? Come on. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Keep that seat, same energy the whole. Uh, right. Let's okay. see how long it's last. <laughs> okay. So we have three questions for you, of course, Kat, before we jump right into the topic. Yeah. Did you read the email? Yeah, I can't promise I'll have uh, clear answers no, no, for no, all no, of these. No, no, that's okay. This is the space so for that. This We're literally thing, figuring it all out together. I was together. telling her, I think that this is going to be such a different or an interesting perspective. She did say that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because I don't I don't know what you're going to say. <laughs> I'm excited Me too. for just kind of wading through and milling around whatever you say Me from too. your vantage point. I agree. Like, we don't even have to arrive at any place. Let's just. Period. Amen. Question one. Yes. In one word, what is the central message 
you have heard from the Universal Church and or Christianity concerning sex. Why do you start whispering? <laughs> Don't know. She's building suspense. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, one word. That is hard. Um, You'll get to expound. Yeah. Honestly, I would say uncomfortable. Ooh. We've never had that one. No. Yeah. Okay, why would you say uncomfortable? Um, I grew up in the church. Like, I grew up going to a Baptist church. Mm-hmm. And anytime it was brought up, which it really never was, mm-hmm. it made everybody uncomfortable. Like, I can't remember mm-hmm. any sermon that my lead pastor did. I went there for, I don't know, 10 years mm-hmm. or more. And I don't remember one single sermon touching on sex whatsoever. Yeah. <sighs> so anytime it was brought up, it was just like, we're going to change the subject now. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. This is many of our experience. Or if it is brought up, like you said, we're changing the subject because we're so uncomfortable. Yeah. 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 Boo. How poor. Shout out to Kim. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Okay. Question two. Mm -hmm. This is going to be good. (laughs) Girl, come on here. (laughs) How would you define good and or God sex? I remember reading this one (laughs) and I was like, I'm not going to have an answer (laughs) for this question. I genuinely don't know because I just the idea of it. I'm not a fan. I don't plan on pursuing it at all. And so what does it? I don't know. Like I and lots of people, if you're in a relationship, obviously, like to them, it may mean like intimacy or something like that. But to me, it means literally nothing, Mm -hmm. which is weird. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's, are you saying it's weird for us or it's weird for you? For me to answer that question, I oh, guess. okay. Like, mm-hmm. I, it's, got it, got it, got it. I don't and know. Like, I, I would be forcing myself to come up with something. Just yeah, to, yeah, exactly. The fact, though, that from your experience, you don't have an answer, I think is an answer. Yeah. I mean, especially for those who want to impose an answer. Mm, come on here. Like, the. This is just not everyone's experience. For sure. Sometimes we just can't even fathom that for some people, that means absolutely nothing to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I could give you the answer of other people in my life, what they might say, Mm -hmm. but to me, I want to hear from you. I genuinely don't know. Yeah. I love it. Do you not know and you don't care? Kind of. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I just like, I just want to be like left alone to be like my asexual amoeba that yes. I am and just like people be okay with it I guess come on cat so yeah I heard what you said cat is in the building leave her alone leave me alone yeah that's the same thing we say in the I'm sorry yeah well I'm the supreme court <sighs> yeah gonna talk God. about that come on out come on back out come I mean out. It was heavy. we can't shoot come on that. finish this question, question so we get three, come on here I'd get worked up cat <laughs> Gonna cry this lash off. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's already it's just hanging on by a thread. Jesus. <laughs> that would do it. What compelled you to join this conversation and on this platform? Yes. I love that because I looked into like why you guys are doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciate it because I feel like maybe if in my childhood or like growing up adolescent, somebody was more open about it Mm -hmm. and talking about what it looked like Mm -hmm. um maybe i wouldn't be so uncomfortable with the idea of it um and like we'll talk later on like there's some biological components there's some like 
nurture components of how I grew up. But I think it's really important. Like I have nephews and Mm -hmm. I know that my sister's trying to raise them in a way that they feel comfortable talking about like their body parts. Like like, the word penis is not a bad word. Um, Whenever I was growing up, it was a bad word. Like you can't say that. It doesn't exist. Did you tell me you couldn't say like pee or something? Yeah, I wasn't allowed to say the word pee. Yeah. Okay. Whenever I was growing up. I don't think that. Like I have to go to the bathroom. I have to go potty. And so like even I'm 24 years old and I'll still find myself like, bye guys, got to go potty. I mean, do the bathroom. Yeah. I'm not a grown adult. (laughs) and I didn't just say the word potty. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So I think it's important what you guys are doing because I wish that more people would look at it in that way and look at it in more of a healthy way yeah rather than we don't talk about it because i feel like it could go either way it could be like we don't talk about it it's not a thing and then the kid it's curious we're like we're gonna go explore we're gonna go like do things that are unsafe for us because Mm -hmm. we have no idea what this is or in my like my way is just we're just not gonna we're just not gonna talk about it we're just not gonna do anything about it ever yeah (laughs) you know what i wonder can you tell us, because I know we're going to hop into the subject matter and talk about what it means and um, how you experience it. I wonder, can you start by helping us um, hear and see how did you get, how did you go from your context of we're not going to talk about that mm-hmm. to understanding enough about yourself to even identify this way? Yeah, no, that's a good question. Because for a long time, like in high school, it was just Katrina is a nun. Like my friends and people at school would call me a nun because Mm. I just wasn't interested in it. Mm -hmm. And that was abnormal, um, even in high school. Mm -hmm. But for me, it was just like, maybe I'll be interested in it later. Like Mm -hmm. maybe in college. And so I got to college and it still was not interested in Mm -hmm. it at all. I like there were people who asked me out on dates and I was like, no, I don't want to. (laughs) Like, that's not something that I want to pursue. Yeah. And then I think that just like as a society, we've gotten better at putting names to things and like feeling like there's a community. And so I remember one night I was it was in my undergrad. I was just on I was like on something and I was looking up what all the colors of the like of the LGBTQ Mm -hmm. flag meant. Mm -hmm. Um, And it said something about asexuality. And I was like. I'm intrigued. <laughs> what does this mean? Yeah. Because then I find I was like, maybe this is me. Yeah. And so oh I went on there and did some real deep dive into what asexuality was. And there's lots of different like forms of it. And for, for the first time, Whoa. yeah, for the first time I was like, this is me. Like this is oh. who I am. And it brought some clarity because I didn't feel like I needed to fit into anybody else's box. So, wow. but yeah, there's lots yeah. of different, like it, it's a whole spectrum of asexuality. So like tell us, be tell us, you said, tell us to start for those of us who've never, ever even okay. heard this term. Yeah. What are you talking about? And then talk about like the different the definition. Yeah. I you would want to tell, I mean, no, no, I mean, if, if I were to define it, I would say like asexuality is just like the lack of sexual desire. Okay. Um, and there's lots of different forms of it. Like there can be somebody who's asexual, who is sex negative. Mm-hmm. Um, but they just look at sex as a negative thing awful Mm. don't like it there's sex neutral where it's like "Eh, it's a thing that people do and that's the thing Mm -hmm. um and then there's sex positive where it's like those other people like go for them like go do it good for you um and then there's also demisexuality which is like you have to have a like a strong personal connection with a person before you feel any sort of it yeah Ah. yeah um and then there's like gray sexuality which is usually your asexual you don't have any sexual attraction but like very minimally you'll like feel like hmm, 
is that sexual attraction i'm feeling i've never experienced that that okay. is not me okay. at all but apparently it is a thing that somebody mm. feels so Come on, that's great. and there's stuff there's like aromantic asexual okay so i've heard of that yeah so like people will be classified as arrow ace is what like the shortened version yes. of it and so like they are just adverse to all of the romantic things like yes. romantic comedies and stuff just that's not their thing mm-hmm. i feel like that's more me because okay. i just don't really love romance things i never have like i would just kind of laugh at my mom and my sister whenever they would cry at like the notebook or something i was like mm-hmm. why are you guys crying right now <laughs> this movie What's is wrong awful with you yeah <laughs> this movie is yeah and that what's the last one the one that you said that you feel pretty it's aromantic aromantic asexual yeah Yeah. i'm just not a fan and we've talked about this too because the reason why alicia figured out that i am asexual i don't just like go around i'm like i'm asexual guys how did that even i mean that's not that's not what i do we were talking about I was new to the counseling center right. and we were talking about what type of people we wanted to see, what type of clients. And I uh-huh. said, anybody but couples. And then you're like, mm. really? Cause I want to do sex therapy. And I was like, oh. you're doing the literal opposite of what That's I would ever want to do. Oh. And then she was like, why would you not want to do couples? And so I was like, honestly, I feel like it might get in the way, like my personal feelings yeah. about, I don't love romance. I don't really like couples. I've never been in a like serious relationship mm-hmm. like that. So I feel like it might hinder my ability to help them reach their desired outcomes yeah. as a couple or if they started talking about sex and the way that they need help with it i would right. be like i'm i gotta go bye <laughs> like in the middle of the session and so yeah. i would never want to uncomfortable right exactly i would never right. want to do that to somebody else so that, I, that's how she figured it out and she was like that's interesting i was like i have a podcast <laughs> you know me i was like well hmm. so i do this thing yeah with this girl want to come she's like yeah. Being that you don't talk about it necessarily like broadcasting it, like what made you say yes to talking about it on a podcast? So expect cause I was a stranger. Girl, why did you say yes? <laughs> <laughs> well, for one, I am a yes man. Which I, is just okay. like who I am as a person. Really? For sure. So like if somebody if I can help somebody in any yeah. way, mm-hmm. I will say yes. And yeah. it's not a burden to me to be here. Okay. okay. But then I did look into like your Instagram. Yes. I followed it and I was looking through and I was like, this is really a good thing that they're doing. Aww. And also I felt so alone for so long. Mm. Wow. So like if anybody were yeah. to be looking up asexuality things yes. like stumbled upon, like there's a podcast, somebody's talking about asexuality. Oh, like cat? maybe she feels the same way that I'm feeling. That's like dope. I would, that would be awesome. That's dope. <gasps> and Dream. that is the whole That's why we're point. here. Yeah. And for the whoever gave us a one star and didn't tell us why, <laughs> we don't care. <laughs> I just want to throw that in We there. are not dwelling on it. <laughs> Period. We're not? No. no. <laughs> but shameless plug, y'all need to be liking, subscribing, and commenting because we want to hear from you. Absolutely. But anyway, back into this. Absolutely. So, like, I I am privy to some of this. Um, and if we can start with the beginning like, I feel like that that's going to help y'all understand why I'm so freaking excited, but also why I was so extremely intrigued when this random stranger that I met one, that one time that one day <laughs> <laughs> just, like, just started talking to me. Mm-hmm. So, go ahead and dive in. Yeah. Um. So, we were talking a little bit. This is, like, a an age-old question of, like, nature versus nurture, yep. right? And so, I feel like I'm also interested just in my own case because... I grew up in the church. I grew up in a place where it was really uncomfortable. We don't talk about sex. We don't do these things. Mm -hmm. Um, So in that way, I felt pretty 
suppressed by the church Mm -hmm. talking about sexuality Mm -hmm. but also um whenever i was 12 i was diagnosed with leukemia and so i immediately was admitted to the hospital started chemo treatments i Mm. eventually the chemo wasn't working they told me that i was gonna have to have a bone marrow transplant um so in order to get a bone marrow transplant you have to do full body radiation you have to do four rounds of really intense chemo and so the doctor came in and like, I'm 12, 12 years old, sitting mm. in a hospital bed dying. And the, the doctor comes in and he's like, we're going to have to do a bone marrow transplant, but it's technically your decision whether or not you want to do it. If you Jesus do it, you're Lord. never going to be able to have kids. Like these things are not going to be a possibility for you because I hadn't hit puberty yet. <gasps> oh. um, mm-hmm. So uh, of course it was like death or not have kids in the future. Uh, Me? Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to have kids. That's the mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. I can live. Yeah. Um, and so I did the bone marrow transplant. Um, of course there were a few complications, but I ended up getting better. So like through the course of aftercare of having cancer, having a bone marrow transplant, they do a lot of like checking your eyesight, checking your bones, checking your lungs. And then they also do, um, like checking your hormones Mm -hmm. and checking on your growth. And so I took growth hormone shots for two years because my growth plates were really tiny and like I said, my family are giants earlier. Mm. We were talking about my dad was 6'8", my sister is 6'2". Mm. And so I was really, really short. And this is not normal. Mm. So I had growth hormone shots. I shot up my junior year of high school. After Jesus. those, they were talking about starting um, estrogen mm-hmm. and starting birth control things just to like start my period. Because at that point, I'd never had a period. I'm like okay. 17 years old. All my friends, obviously, have started mm-hmm. their period. It wasn't an experience that I had. Mm-hmm. And so um, they started me on birth control, and nothing really happened. So they were going to try to hike it up a notch. And then I turned 18, and I was on Medicaid. I grew up poor. My dad passed away whenever I was 10. So, like, there was no insurance. Mm-hmm. So I got dropped when I was 18. I'm 24. I have not been to another endocrinologist since then. I'm, I'm 24 years old and I've never had what? a period, never had a mm-hmm. menstrual cycle because the American healthcare system sucks. Trash. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. No, I could what she said. I could talk about that all day too. Yeah. Um, so it's a matter of like, I'm super interested in whether or not the reason I'm asexual is because I grew up in this way mm-hmm. or if it was because biologically, like yeah. I genuinely don't have those hormones. Mm-hmm. I genuinely don't have as much estrogen and progesterone as other Jesus. females do. Right. And so like if I had had those treatments and they had continued, would I feel different right now or would I still okay. feel the same? So like as a kid, mm-hmm. I can recognize times where my friends were like, that boy in the movie is so cute. <laughs> I would be like, you guys are weird i don't like that at all (laughs) and so like part of me is like maybe that's just who i am that's who i've always been and that's the trajectory my life was already on yeah but then it's like biologically i've never would it have developed would it have developed Mm -hmm. i don't know like i genuinely don't know or even my here's the thing like even so say you get the insurance and then you get these miracle birth control pills that actually help jump start your body will you then Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Like in the and future, like is it so still something that yeah. could happen? Or at this point, it is psychological, though, too, because yeah. at 12 Absolutely. years old, I was told you're not going to have kids again. Yeah. So what do you do? You cope. Yeah. This is good. I need you to lean in right there. No, no, no. Seriously. <laughs> you talked about. Um, Come on and summarize. The influence that you came up under. Yep. Contextually, like 
spiritually or religiously. Mm-hmm. You've talked about what has happened biologically. And then you just made another distinction. Like a part of this is psychological mm-hmm. and spiritual. Well, yeah. So all of these have implication. Like all of these lend themselves to where you are mm-hmm. now. I don't think people recognize like how significant that mm-hmm. is. Like we just <laughs> come up with these ideas based on our culture, mm-hmm. for sure. based yeah. on our prejudices and biases, mm-hmm. based on our own experiences, trauma, whatever. And then we think we then project that toward everyone else. Mm-hmm. Right. And just ignore all of the things that you just described. Right. Yeah. In lots of different contexts. Definitely. So, oh my goodness gracious. So, even if you got some insurance out of mm-hmm. nowhere from the insurance ferry and got yeah. this birth control. That would be lovely. What if biologically alone that would not be enough? Be enough to change the way that my brain is already mm-hmm. wired to think that I don't want kids. I don't want a relationship. This is not something that I had ever pictured in the future. So no, I, I, and I've tried people are like, well, have you tried to go get birth control? There's so many websites that make it accessible to go get birth control. And mm-hmm. I've tried to basically be my own doctor, like do Jesus. research and get a type of birth control that has the hormones that I was getting whenever I was in high school. And there was no result. Like mm-hmm. nothing ever happened. You did try mm-hmm. the birth control. Yeah. I was on it for like a year. Nothing happened. Wow. I did like a, didn't see a difference did whatsoever. anything physically happen or did you have like that side that effects happened? at all not really wow. nothing no i didn't see a difference and i was like i'm paying this money to right. take this and i have no reason to yeah but um side note birth control is used for a lot of other things yeah um, it is, it is. <laughs> you can talk is. about that because i don't think people know that yeah like i it's something that i needed and i probably still do need in the future but maybe i just wasn't choosing the right one or maybe mm. i needed higher levels something that wasn't available over the counter right. yeah but then again yeah you're right even if i had that medical care would that change the way that i feel about things maybe not because it is who i am like it's a part of who i am all my right. friends know this is the way i am um, like my family, my close family, they understand. Extended mm-hmm. family still confused, but um, <laughs> that's to be expected, I guess. And who gives a oh, no? Hello. But because should <laughs> you? You know, I would have bleeped it out. Right. Thank you <laughs> with the, our famous horn. Yeah. No, but I mean, um, you know, would I? Or I think what happens, especially in the church, is this question of should you? Mm. You know, should you do something about this because something's wrong with you? That's true. Or should you mind your business because if God created <laughs> do me you in feel his me? image yeah. and created me as perfect as I am. And here's the that? thing too, Alicia. You know, like sometimes I think we act as if we don't live in a fallen world. We act like we God. Here's what I'm saying. I think sometimes people get caught up on the truth that is God had a plan. Mm. He had a plan originally that was absolutely perfect. Yeah. Right. And then we happened to the plan. Okay. Now, (laughs) (laughs) now things don't happen according to his perfect plan. Yeah. And so 
I feel like sometimes we hyper spiritual Christians do this thing. And of course, we just we this only applies to other people, right. not us. But we do this thing where it's like, you know, well, God's will isn't that. And he and he wouldn't that. And, uh, and it's like, OK, yeah, originally. But that's not what's happening right now. I could see somebody being somewhere, especially like in a black church. Like, had you worked in a black church and been like, we going to pray that your womb? They yes. would have, like, yes. did a whole exorcism, <laughs> deliverance. They would have brought a trash can for Wait, you to throw you up in. So, like, my my sister, actually, she worked at Refreshing Waters, which is, like, okay, a local church. Her, and yeah. it's it's all it's all black people. Like, yeah. there is no other. Yeah. She was, like, the only white person there. Um, and so, <laughs> we attended lots of times. I love the worship there. Yeah. But I have, yes. I understand. They Obviously tried not their, personally. They tried to feeling, baby. They, the, they the, said she need to be delivered. Well, uh, she's walking in the plan of God. Do you life. hear me? Like, I, why do we do that? Yeah. What the heck is that? Because we want our in our minds what life should look like. Mm-hmm. To be projected onto her, but also like you can't decide what God had planned, you know? Really? Like, Can like what okay, if this now come was, on, break it down? This this was the plan all like so like if you're assuming like God wants you to be fixed or whatever, <sighs> what if that isn't His plan? Like, what that wasn't if his He plan don't give a good God dang about that? No. You know where my mind went. Let me stop. No, where did it go? No. Tell us. Mm-mm. We want to know because no, we gonna get canceled. Cancel us. She just was talking about shit. Well, yeah, because I had looked at all the things in the LGBTQ. Okay, so this is what I'm saying, Alicia. I'm just you know, no, that is a good point because um, for whatever reason, me being labeled as asexual is so much easier for people to comprehend, especially yes. in the church. It's like I go to church. I'm active. Um, and people at the church, they don't really like, they don't care if I say I'm asexual. They're like, yes. oh, cool. You're abstinent like that's their th- that's a thought process oh my God. like they're not saying oh that's their thought oh, process you know yes. so it's not hard to swallow whereas if i were like Ooh, i'm, I'm lesbian, literally getting goosebumps everywhere. i'm a lesbian then immediately they'd be like are you acting on it what is your relationship you are oh, no longer okay. allowed to lead a small group but the yes. fact that i'm asexual it's okay because i'm not is that do you is that because oh it God. fits in one of their little boxes yes. absolutely it does yeah and if people ask me like do you consider yourself a part of the lgbtq community i'm like uh-huh. yeah like uh-huh. i'm there that's me uh-huh. but it's so much easier for people to accept me it is Ooh, girl you are talking good she's again. saying stuff on the good sex podcast I mean, I mean, cancel us <laughs> your mama because she the one over here holding on to these i legalistic oh my Jeez. god but like i have a cousin who's gay uh-huh. and he has been for so long like since he was almost a child just like his yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Like, he's been gay for a long time and that was super suppressed and he's had lots of mental health issues because of it and because of the way our family responded to it mm. yeah but if i were to say like i'm asexual my family's like cool. oh okay that's fine that's cool so just, oh i don't my know it's hard it's a hard topic yes, because jesus i just there's a uh, there's a, a pastor that i just saw um, he held a, um, a a service specifically for the LGBT community, LGBTQ plus. Hello, 
LGBTQIA. Okay, listen, but it's a lot of letters. <laughs> okay, and sometimes I don't remember them all. <laughs> um, so he is a pastor in um New York, and they had it was a LGBTQ plus comes to church, and mm. like he had a bishop call him and tell him basically he was going to hell. And that he was canceling um, his appearances at churches and of stuff. Of course. Um, because why would you be talking to gay people about Jesus? Why would you be welcoming, welcoming them into your church? Why, why would that be necessary? And then so I went to his page just to, you know, see what was going on. Because that came from like one of the bloggers, um, blogger sites. And he was just talking about this idea of this is my spiritual son yes you saw him come in with a wig but you think i'm gonna throw him away my god because of something that you're uncomfortable with (laughs) cancel your mama cancel your mama no this is something that is very near and dear to my heart yeah um It's personal to me. Yeah. (laughs) And I have been trying to find my way. Mm -hmm. Um, Thankfully, I think it's so weird. I was just having a conversation with my pastor and he said something to me. And this scripture just popped in my head. No, it was Holy Spirit. It's in Ezekiel. Um, I just remembered the part of it that said, you know, you were left like playing in your blood or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I went immediately and read it. And it literally was like, I was like almost just spiritually aborted Mm. by my previous leadership. Wow. um, And left Mm -hmm. just Mm. splashing around dirty, kicking in my own blood. And I, was found by my pastors. Ew. I was found by them. And I was still trying to figure it out. Mm. And they were trying to figure it out. And their response was, we're going to figure it out together. Mm-hmm. I don't have the answers. Yeah. <laughs> Rather than bye. Good luck. Because we're not, we're not going to deal with it. Mm. And I don't, to me, it's like when we, when we, when we get on this topic or Roe v. Wade, or it's like the emphasis is all these visceral reactions that have nothing to do with loving people. For sure. Mm-hmm. It's so black and white, but it's not. Like it's, it's gray. Not. It's all gray. What if, let me ask y'all this. I don't know the answers. Listen, I be playing around with this kind of stuff in my head. What if there's like this, what is it? A gradient or a mm-hmm. what do you call that? That's a gradient. Um, transparent. Something. I I feel like you know what I'm talking about. A, yeah. Okay. Um, in terms of like sexuality, mm-hmm. sometimes I wonder. Even listening to you talk about your experience, I'm like, some of that to me is like, huh? Wonder if I kind of fall into that. Mm-hmm. I sometimes wonder if it's like, um well a spectrum it is Mm -hmm. yeah and that people move on the spectrum yeah people have asked different aspects of 
the spectrum that it's not black and white. Yeah. Yeah. And that sometimes we're experiencing things that are like, oh, maybe that's a little bit me. Maybe that's, you know, Mm -hmm. I think it is. And I think that's why there's so many different categories and why there's so many different names for different feelings because like it may seem like a lot it may seem overwhelming but it's helpful to people who are like i don't really know mm-hmm. right now and i feel lost which is why to me it does it does make me a little uncomfortable when i hear people um you know like scoff at you know any one experience on the mm-hmm. spectrum or dismissive in some way or it's like th- but that's a person Mm. you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. there's a person attached to that and how could they not feel dismissed discarded Mm -hmm. you know misunderstood when we minimize or diminish you know this this label sure enough but when people are trying to figure this out you know grabbing at a label can be comforting Mm -hmm. it can make you feel known you you feel like there's other people that feel the same way you feel yes yeah and it's it's interesting because like i said that i'm asexual people digest it a little bit easier Mm -hmm. than maybe some of the other things on the on the spectrum um but there are still some people that are like what i am is not okay like yes you should be in a marriage you should be yes. like god honoring in that way because we were created to yes like you were created to have a man procreate. in your life and procreate yeah. and like I'm honor like your like have a family testament. yeah yes and so <laughs> if like i'm like biologically like this may be who i am yeah because i genuinely don't have the hormones but if somebody is sitting there and telling me that what i am is wrong because Woo! of like biologically I don't have the hormones to feel any sort of sexual desire. Like, where does it end? <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah. They have, they are judge, jury, and executioner. They are God. But like, I can't help it. Like, I genuinely can't help it. And they would convince you that, oh, well, even if you don't feel it, you know, you need to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. That right. would be awful. And that is God's will. Yeah. Didn't you say before, like, you tried to date somebody? Yeah, did I did. Just to appease people yeah. in my life. Oh, okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about this? Oh, I mean, sure. Mm. It was awful. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't enjoy any of it. Um, and it was really just like a, you could like, I could feel like my family and friends and like the church that we went to, like pushing us together, really like, oh. similar ages. And it would just like, they, we like the same music. So it yeah. made sense. And so I was like, my entire life, people have been telling me that I'm a nun. I'm like 19 years old. I've never kissed anybody. I've never held anybody's hand. I've never been interested in any of that. So like, maybe I'll just like try it. And if I hate it, then I hate it. I'm not going to do it again. Mm -hmm. And I did. Like, I was like, we'll have a relationship. Sure. It was so uncomfortable the whole time. And I'm sure he knows it too. It was so uncomfortable. (laughs) Um, And like, I had my first kiss at 19, even though I didn't like it at all. It was not enjoyable to me. Sorry. Um, (laughs) And like, ever since then, I haven't pursued anything at all because it made me so uncomfortable the whole time. And it was just to get people off my back, get my family off my back. Because like, you know, you go to family reunions, you go to Thanksgiving and those questions are there. Um, It's like, who are you dating right now? Or is there anybody you're interested in? And I'm always like, no, 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 I don't. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not something I'm interested in. Or like the terrible questions about like, when are you going to have a kid? Mm -hmm. Or stop asking. Like, just let somebody live their life. This is, we had an episode, stay out of my uterus. Mm -hmm. 
and we talk about how like okay you don't know what someone's going through mm-hmm. they might be having trouble having a baby they might you know be looking for a mate or waiting for a mate and what if it's none of that mm-hmm. i don't want to leave me alone yeah. stop asking people this why is this common stop it no and it makes the person feel bad too like whenever <laughs> my grandparents be like do you like anybody are you dating anybody i would say no and then i would go sit by myself and like think mm, what's, what's wrong, wrong with, with me? me jesus cat oh father <laughs> <laughs> yeah i can't see crystal pouting right now <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, even if you ask me and I say no, I want you to wrestle with your discomfort. Yes. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm saying no. You are the problem, right? Yeah, but they don't feel anything. Like, you're the one that you walk away and you're feeling bad and they're just like going on with their life. Like, is it wrong that I be wanting? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) The fact that I don't even know what you're about to say, but yes, it's wrong. You want them to feel uncomfortable? I genuinely want them to feel that I want to say to people, I'm actually really comfortable with my decision. And the fact that you're not is probably something you want to explore. Oh, no, that's not wrong at all. Oh, no. Like, I want them to come aware that, oh, wait, this is mine. Yeah. That I'm trying to force on you. Yeah. This is mine. Like, I want people to know number one if you're on the other side of that question and you're feeling like something is wrong with you like i want people to feel empowered in saying nope nothing wrong with me yeah are you okay <laughs> <laughs> it's like seriously. no i'm good why do you want to know like what is seriously why? like i'm i'm interested like of all the things going on in my life and things that you know that i'm pursuing and that i do desire I'm I'm curious why that question. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, that is a good one. I feel like some of the people close to me, like my mom, had trouble understanding. Of course, at first, but now she's she's like, "This is who you are, and yeah. we're not gonna try to make you feel any other way." Like my older sister, super understanding. There are still some times where they're like, "What if you just like had another person that you like went and traveled with, and you like no, there wasn't a relationship. It was just like for companionship." And I'm like, "I don't know. It's not really something I want. I don't know." I don't want to do that. And and I'm glad you said that because even in the episode we did, I do want to make the distinction between people who love you and care about you and they're concerned for you. Right. Mm -hmm. Even in, even in our concern, sometimes I do think we need to like check our own biases and Mm -hmm. such prejudices and such. Um, But do you think, do you ever find like maybe people are, observing you and feel like you're missing something oh for sure okay oh yeah and yeah. that's why they're like maybe you just need a cat yeah you know or whatever i don't know i love cats you had I'll have all the cats that's friend. fine <laughs> but i mean i don't yeah that's it's a problem in their mind they're creating a problem in my life that doesn't exist because yeah. to me it's not a problem because you're fine yeah but yeah they're like you what, you should get you should get married like having a wedding is a fun thing to do i'm like no, no it's expensive like, I, I would hate i've always hated weddings <laughs> like it's not <laughs> a thing sorry. for me my friend wanted me to be her maid of honor and i was like please don't choose me like i don't, I don't want to oh. i love you but she chose me anyway and i <laughs> um i did what i need to do and yeah. i <laughs> her a bachelorette party even um. though i didn't want to but um 
yeah no I, other people are like Please she's don't pick me. she <laughs> needs this thing in her life for sure though that is how i felt and you don't, don't, don't do. alicia <laughs> Please don't pick me. <laughs> she got stuck. Look at Alicia Hawkins here. <laughs> Her eyes are watery. I'm sorry. Girl, you cried I like I don't know why that was. Please don't pick Please me. Please don't pick me. Because <laughs> she meant it. But then With I think my, my mom was like, but she said she a yes person. So <laughs> oh, so she anyway. did it for her did friend. Anyway. Yeah. Bless you. And I, I think I maybe like for you, I would be like, ah. Uh, don't wanna but okay yeah but i don't want anybody imposing that on me right no i don't wanna and i'm not yeah 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 Yeah. people are people are really good at like trying to seek out other people for me as well they'll be like have you met met that guy that just started at a church and i was like no i'll go say hi though (laughs) (laughs) we we could be cool buddies but that's it yeah yeah do you feel like you have a full, rich life? Yeah. Yeah. This is this is what I think the issue is. What? We don't know what contentment looks like, so her That's contentment. True. Compounding. Ma- Compounding. What? So you okay? <laughs> are you sure? Are you sure? Yeah. Baby, are you are you okay? Okay. Because I'm fine. <laughs> what is this boy? <laughs> I, know, I like it. I'm just saying, like, why we can't, everybody just need to just take a real good, deep breath. And shh. <laughs> and check with yourself. Just get introspective if you would, please. I think that's good. I, yeah. I what if this is a part of the Lord's will for your life? Maybe it is. Like, that you are this extraordinarily creative because y'all baby y'all ain't seen some of these self-portraits she showed us come on listen if you see her in the trees mind your business (laughs) (laughs) i'm just taking a photo mind your business i just i just i'm sickened that we haven't heard from more people yes like you Mm -hmm. it makes me sad there's not a whole lot of people i've i have not met anybody else in person that like feels similarly Hmm. but i wonder is that a fear of speaking up because i don't want to stand out yeah i mean maybe a little but like even it's hard because you tell your close friends but you're not like projecting it like i'm not gonna put it on my instagram like intro like (laughs) i'm asexual asexual you don't feel like a spokesperson right definitely not okay no I'm Which, not a spokesperson for anything. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my, look, this is my, my thing. This is what I do. Like, I, I'm like, yeah, give her a mic. <laughs> <laughs> Put her on stage. You know, like, I be trying to just push people. But you that's be wanting to be in the background. Oh, okay. Oh, this ain't about you? Okay. No, but like, so I don't want to do that to you, even though in my heart, I'm like, everyone needs to hear from you you know like yeah. well they are they are or no <laughs> oh thank you <laughs> do you feel do you still feel alone um i think that's a, something that i've just been grappling with for a while mm. you know because it's not just how i'm feeling personally but it's just society's interpretation of how life should go mm-hmm. like the the ideal whatever that is life plan is like 
going to college, finding your soulmate in mm-hmm. college, finishing college, mm-hmm. getting engaged, getting married, mm-hmm. having kids. Like that's what you do. And there's a whole lot of like age things too. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that I'm 24 and none of those things have happened. Mm-hmm. Well, I've graduated college and I'm a master's degree. But Bam! other than that, okay. none of those things <laughs> have happened. Look, I'm finishing my master's at hey! 24. So you were 24. Lola, come on. Thanks. Okay. Years apart, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you feel all? Oh, God. Okay, we're going to stop talking about ages now because it doesn't matter no, what on, age okay. you help are. Us, help us, Thank help you. us. Any help me. phase of life you're in and you're accomplishing what you're wanting to accomplish, that's, your that's point. a success. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the, I think it's a lot of society because you see, you see so much in the movies, on Instagram. People are like taking vacations together. Um, I'm looking for like a nice apartment downtown. Rent is stupid. And you're like, what if there was another person yeah. yes. that could help me with this rent? How lovely would that be? Mm. But I would be miserable. Yeah. I would have more money, but I would be miserable. miserable. Yeah. You mm. are, my brain is exploding. <laughs> no, because you're challenging how all the world and society defines success, happiness. It's like that is not the picture of success for me. And not because like I need to like go to therapy and be fixed about it. It's because genuinely in my bones, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. Yeah. And and most people don't. <laughs> like, I, it's di- yeah, it's different. Like you have had, I kind of feel like you've had this little secret weapon to help you identify what you actually want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Apart from what everyone is saying you should want. Yeah. She makes me think of Paul. In scripture? Mm -hmm. Come on, prophet is what? Okay. Say some what? Let us hear it. But just like how his, if you, if, excuse me. Hello. Mm -hmm. Mic check one, two. Mm -hmm. Um, His idea of, the things that you can accomplish in your singleness. Sheesh. And like the contentment that she legitimately has. Legitimately has. And she don't have to worry about all the rest of this foolishness. I do not. No, it's actually very nice. It's like, that's not something I have to worry about at all. Wow. And she ain't got to worry about the curse that we heard about from last season. Oh my God, that's true. He said that. There's a curse. Girl, Girl, for wives. Not for women, for wives. For wives. What does that mean? Shameless plug. Know, go right? listen, go to, that listen to that episode. Child, I'm still <laughs> trying to figure out what it means. But anyway, <laughs> we'll tell you off air. <laughs> for the rest of y'all, go listen to it. No, Dang. but yeah, like, oh, cat. Here's the thing. Even for little girls who are not necessarily even identifying as asexual, just the possibility that I can consider the life i want Ooh-wee. apart that's from good. what everybody's telling me i want that is good. like somebody's gonna hear this and go huh like it's not e- it's not even about sexuality yeah. or yeah it's bigger good than sex that. or whatever it's like identity mm-hmm. yes yeah like what do i want yeah I don't have to conform to what other people think oh, Jesus. is happiness. Because it's not for me. It's not for me. I don't want that. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with there's me. There's nothing wrong with me. No. And I'm content in the way that I am. And I like mm. I 
tried to explore other things. I've tried to go people. on birth control because, because of other people. And it wasn't good. I didn't enjoy it at all. And so, yeah, from now on, it's like I'm going to do what I feel like I'm compelled to do. Like we were talking earlier, like you felt compelled by God to like start yeah. a podcast. Like That was something you felt internally. I have never once internally felt you should pursue finding a husband. Yeah. That is nothing. Like mm. never felt never. that ever. And I've never looked at another individual and been like, that's the guy. Like that's yeah. the one for me. Like I genuinely don't know what that feels like. Yeah. Like so I, you see somebody passing by and there's like some sexual attraction there. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that feels like. Yeah. Like yeah. what is that? Like I can identify obviously whether somebody's attractive or not. Right. Which people also get confused about. They're like, so you're asexual. You can't tell if that guy is pretty or not. I'm like. <laughs> No, like I know, I know how to what? assess yeah. physical attractiveness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't want anything from him. Yeah, right. yeah. That's good. I'm yeah. glad you said that. That's a. I mean, I feel you like that's a question. I was like, oh, I want her to say this thing that she said to me one time, and you was there. She yeah. said it. She said yeah, it. Yeah, I was like, like I, I mean, I can tell that that actor is attractive right. for sure. But other people are like, you're asexual, so you don't, you don't even know. Like, do you think how I'm blind? You get to tell me what my asexuality <laughs> look like. I'm tired of this. Yeah. <laughs> Does it bother you when people ask questions? No. I mean, okay. No, because yeah. I think it's helpful. Because yes. not very many people like have my perspective, and I know yeah. that. And so, if anybody's asking about it, I would love yeah. to tell them about it. But don't. I mean, that don't tell somebody. Don't. How they yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. You want them to hit you some up on the, Instagram? I mean, some something? questions are stupid. <laughs> like I said, like can you tell if that guy is cute or not? Like yeah, that's a stupid question. Mm-hmm. That was a dumb mm-hmm. question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're asking me like about my experience. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah, I think sometimes and this was um, a little intimidating to me starting the podcast, um, especially talking to people with different experiences than mine. I felt insecure about asking the wrong questions Mm -hmm. or stupid questions. And I do think that what I've prayed through is like, you know, Lord, just make me sensitive, Mm -hmm. you know, help me. um to be attuned as best I can. Um, You know, just help me to remember that I'm talking to someone that you love. Yes. Um, And in my curiosity, um, like teach me something, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, reveal something to me that I didn't, that I didn't know before. I love that this podcast demonstrates that. And I hope people hear mm-hmm. our hearts and that we're saying we're we're putting ourselves. It's uncomfortable to me in many ways. Alicia is just rare in that. I'll just be here. She can't be moved. All right. <laughs> Step fast. And I don't know what when that shift happened. That's just like when you get over it's 30. Beautiful. I'm that's so pushing 40, baby. And I'm still trying to get well, catch you. You know, it's OK. But I think it's like I want I want y'all to hear we're modeling this. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's it's like a microcosm of what you would want to experience in the world. Like if people were to address me and ask me questions like you guys are right Mm -hmm. now, I think the conversation would go better. Yeah. Yeah. And not tell me that I'm broken. Yeah. Because why do you get to assess that? (sighs) Christians, I'm yet praying for us. But it also makes me think of like, so our work, right, as counselors, Mm -hmm. we help facilitate a person's thoughts. So even if we, quote unquote, 
clarify incorrectly or we reflect the content wrong or reflect the feeling wrong there is space to say okay so you're saying that's not right exactly. so what are you saying that's good Alicia. yeah that's good yeah that's good and you may feel like oh i misinterpreted that moment but it opened them up to tell you exactly what they were feeling yes that's the key mm-hmm. that's the key there is an art mm-hmm. to facilitating in a way mm-hmm. that they experience you safely enough to say actually yes that doesn't resonate with me. This is what I meant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes I know for me in times past, I've been deathly afraid to correct someone. Mm. Yeah. Just. Yeah. The confrontation, the mm-hmm. criticism, the telling me how I feel, mm. correcting me on how I, you know, yeah. all of that. It's not worth it. It's exhausting. It's like, I give up. I'll just let you believe what you want to believe about me. But one of the things I I remember our pastors emphasizing so heavily is confrontation does not have to be negative. Facts. Facts. And I feel like when I heard that, like, it changed my mind. Because we were talking about, we were talking about, we were talking about confrontation in, in the office. And I just was like, oh no, like I, like I lead with that. You do. Because that doesn't mean that. I'm upset. It doesn't mean yeah. that I'm angry, but it does mean that this is the idea that's presented. And Ooh. these are two things. You and know, that makes me think about. Well, oh, sorry. No, at least like cognitive reframing. You're yeah. not going to get yes. there unless you actually confront Correct. the problem. Yes. Come on. Clinical so Christian, mental health. Confront yourself. That's if you're good. really talking about I'm a lover of Jesus, I'm an image bearer of Jesus, but you are not displaying the characteristics of Jesus confront yourself mm-hmm. and allow yourself to be confronted and be and be cute. I think be curious too. like yes. for me, even when we talk about like, um, I'm not upset. I'm not just because I'm confrontational. Yeah, I'm not upset. I'm not. I think sometimes black women, but women in general. Yeah. Hello, Roe v. Wade. We are just so <laughs> angry and we are just and it's like, no, I'm direct. And I'm not going to just let you <laughs> run over me. Like, sir, like, why do I have to be meek and humble and yes, a mess? Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> we don't went somewhere else. Cat, let me come cat. back. I apologize. No, because I'm don't. supposed to be a docile creature. Don't girl. <laughs> I'm sorry. I said At I least was she leaving. Just called herself a docile creature. <laughs> Get out of here. Wait. Don't act like. Okay, I'm sorry. Lord help Jesus. I had a client who, um, she kept using the word soft. She was like, "And I, I know I need to, and then you're soft, and I'm a soft." And I was like, like, "Girl, throw that word in the trash. You are not soft, and it's beautiful. (laughs) Stop this. Like, I get it. I get it in some senses, but yeah, that whole docile, meagly little doormat situation. Mm -mm. I've been there." I don't like her. So anyway, (laughs) there's so many little like tangents we could have gone off. Yeah, it really has. I, I, so this is the other thing I was thinking from the therapeutic sense. You were talking about like the, the, not the requirement, but the importance of like someone being comfortable enough to speak up Mm -hmm. or to feel like, oh, well, no, actually, no, this is what I really meant. Mm Mm-hmm. For you to even be willing enough to be like, 
you seem nice enough. We've we've built up a a a, a a little bit of rapport mm-hmm. to where I will come and bear my soul to all of these people. <laughs> but it's the beauty of human connection. If you are genuinely curious, That's a good point. what are the conversations that you could have with people despite I think your that's differences? What yeah. Jesus modeled, yes. I really do. He walked around and built rapport with people. You know, like I coldest just, psychotherapist out there. So do you feel me? And he was a social worker, low key. Yeah, I just. But he wasn't like you're not gonna go up to somebody and address a big problem in their life if you've never met them before. Come on, yes. come on. Like, where's the relationship? Relationship, cat. Yeah, that's a major key alert. <laughs> Relation. If you don't have relationship, shut your mouth. Shut up. Yeah. Shut your mouth. I agree. If your intention is not to build relationships, yep. shut up. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, don't applies come to over. so much. Yes. Girl. I mean, if we just all made that just a. And minded our business. Ooh. That's Ooh. the key to minding my business. Am I a relationship with this person? No. No. Shut then I'm not going to say it. <laughs> shut up. What happened to the golden rule? If you don't got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. I mean, I do feel like sometimes I have not nice things to say but to are people you in I'm in relationship. There oh, you well, go. Bow, bow, bow. And you Big know difference. how, if it's something that you need to address, how to come to them in love. Because we have a relationship. Booyaka, booyaka. Okay. Just okay. saying. I love the sound effects. It's good. No. <laughs> Don't I, I did this. get embarrassing there. You. But I felt it in my soul. Okay. She felt compelled to say those nonsense words. Okay? I'm in relationship with you. <laughs> and she feels comfortable enough to tell you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> to stop. Oh, God. I can't. This I, was, I am. Was. Oh, I'm just. I am just. I am full. I am yeah. too. You are a wonder. Yeah. Thank you. <gasps> Maybe. <laughs> you are. You are. I feel like I'm, I'm you learn blessed. Something? I'm yeah. better because I got to sit here with you. I get to sit. I get to talk to all the time. All the so. time I'm jealous. You should be. Not just because of asexuality, but I just <laughs> like you. As a person. I like That's you guys man. too. Yeah. Oh, that was another reason where I said, yeah. Just yeah. Alicia was yeah. awesome and I really enjoyed her. Yes. So I was like, mm, yeah, sure. For sure. <laughs> I just, you know, like to be friendly. I love that. She is. She's a magnet. Well, it made me feel better. I was nervous. It's ner- it's nerve-wracking going right. to a new place. And you're like, we oh, would love yeah. you to go see clients right now. And you just got out of school. And you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me? Ain't that kind of uh, crazy? Yeah. She was talking. We could talk about this offline. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. No, sorry. No, I, no, where I was about to go, I can talk about offline. <laughs> oh. Listen, guys. We hope that you enjoyed. We hope that you learned. <gasps> learned. Yes. Something. Not only about asexuality, but about how you should mind your own business and <laughs> shut up if you're not in a relationship with somebody. <laughs> yes. Proceed with curiosity. Ooh. Like let, let your heart beat to be build a relationship. New tagline. Look Pers- at her. Look at Alicia Brand specialist marketing. Okay, goodbye. Okay, bye, guys. <laughs> See ya. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of The Good Sex Podcast. The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entities they represent. 
The podcast is available on all major streaming platforms. So make sure you download, subscribe, rate, and review so that other people can find the content just like you did. Also, don't forget to follow us and engage on Facebook and Instagram at The Good Sex Podcast. See you in the next episode.